Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dave Weaver, Scott Carr, and Megan Wall. Securities offered through HD Vest Investment Services. Member SIPC. Advisory services offered through HD Vest Advisory Services. 6333 North State Highway, 161 Fourth Floor, Irving, Texas. 7503-972-870-6000. SWC Wealth Management is not a registered broker, dealer, or independent investment advisory firm. It's now time for User-Friendly Finance with Dave Weaver from SWC Wealth Management on News Radio WHP 580. If you have a question for Dave, call 540-0580. Now with today's show, here's Dave Weaver. Hi, this is Dave Weaver with SWC Wealth Management. We have the entire SWC Wealth Management team here today. Well, not the entire team, but the biggest chunk of our of. team. Yes. We have with me today, this is Dave Weaver, and I have Megan Wall. Hello. And Scott Carr with me today. Hello. And it's a it's a pleasure to have everybody together at one time. <laughs> Uh, I typically am found in the Carlisle and Palmyra and Mount Gretna offices. Uh, any one of the three, uh, I can meet at any one of those three offices, but I'm typically located in the Palmyra office. The address there is 103 West Main Street. We're about a block off the square across from the Turkey Hill. So if you're familiar with the area, we're very easy to find. Uh, Megan, do you want to give us your contact information? I am most days of the week found in Carlisle. Our office there is 35 East High Street, and we're on Suite 203. Okay. And Scott? I'm at the uh, 503 Route 117 in Mount Gretna, right on the square there. The right high-rise. The, the high-rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the in the high-rise. Yeah, the, t- the tallest, tied to being the tallest building in Mount Gretna. It is. <laughs> the... Uh, the main contact number for us is Scott. 717-706-0700. And our email address, Megan. Uh, SWCWealth at gmail.com or our website, Dave. Oh, I don't know. What is it? SWCWealth.com. And you can contact <laughs> us either through our email or you can leave a message for us on our website. We will get back to you as soon as we can. Right. And any one of the um, – it's typically our – uh, seven zero six zero seven hundred. Depending on where you want to meet, we're available at any of those, uh, any of the three locations. If you want to set up a time to meet, it's really what's the most convenient for you. Any one of the three locations will work, and you can actually meet any one of the three of us at any of the three locations. But again, typically I'm in Palmyra. Scott's typically in Mount Gretna, and Megan is typically in Carlisle. And the services that we offer, we have a wide variety of services. We offer anything from like the full line of financial planning. We do retirement planning, estate planning, beneficiary reviews, college planning, tax planning, 401k rollovers are a specialty, insurance, variable annuities, and, and fixed annuities if you're interested in those, and then life and long-term care insurance. Uh, anything that the two of you want to <coughs> add in terms of the types of service we provide? Megan, you want to – a lot of times you're specializing in uh, either education for kids or – uh, planning for young couples and families. Absolutely, and, and we do a lot of work with creating financial plans for our clients as well. Right. And on staff, we also have uh, uh, Mary James, who's um, a retiree from 
the and can you hear me all right? I can hear you from all right. Sorry, from the uh, Peasers Public School Employee Retirement uh, System. So we work with a lot of retirees from the school system as well, and she's excellent at what she does with that. Right. Yeah, she is a great resource if you have any questions. Yeah, and a lot of times, uh, as a teacher getting ready to retire from the system or from the state system in general, you've got things that you're not familiar with how the system works or some <clears throat> details that can make a big difference in the way that you actually do your plan. And in terms of 401k rollovers and retirement plan rollovers, we can, we've done pretty much every type of plan there is. It seems like there is always one that we haven't seen before, but uh, there's generally the basics of them are all the same. And in fact, that's going to be the subject of part of what we're going to talk about today, which are retirement plans. Every business, almost every business has one. If they don't, uh, you should try to find an employer that does have one because putting away and saving for retirement is one of the big things that you want to try to accomplish in your work career. It's true. And if if your employer doesn't have one, it's a great idea to start an IRA or a Roth IRA of your own. So one of the things that happens, and a lot of people end up in today's world, back in the old days, in the, uh, back mm. in the days where my dad was working, he worked his entire life for the phone company. My mom worked her entire life for the gas company. Uh, you worked your entire life at a company and ended up with with a pension that you walked away from. And through time, employers have the whole process has gradually shifted to the point where the plans are now more your responsibility than the employer's responsibility. And now you have to be the one accountable for planning for your own retirement. So um, sometimes people will have, Megan, I know you probably have friends already, uh, being a little, being younger than me by a lot, uh, <laughs> that even at, um, in their 30s may have already had two jobs, two retirement plans. Uh, Absolutely. We've, we've run into people that have had four or five retirement plans. Yeah, I think the average job turnover now is about seven. Seven um, jobs with, in there. With the millennials that are coming up through there. Yeah, and I have friends even who've had more than one retirement plan for the same job. So a oh, lot they've of left times, and gone back. Well, no, they've they've oh. stayed, but the 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 job has changed <laughs> retirement plans. So there there's often um, opportunities for you there because of that as well. Or even educators who may transfer from state to state, mm-hmm. or if you mm-hmm. are a nurse or doctor that's in one of the current uh, versions of whatever uh, plan you're currently in. They may change. So Hershey with Geisinger, and you know there are a lot of examples of it in the yeah. In even the Carlisle place. Hospital, I've met with someone. They had uh, four or five different plans, and they worked for the Carlisle Hospital their entire work career. But because those plans had started and stopped, started a new one. Yeah, and it's, it's, it seems it's common that four hundred one ks are left behind when somebody leaves a job. They just kind of forget about it, leave it there, and uh, we run into that a lot as well. Where yeah, you, you should make sure you um, go back to your old employer and see if there's any 401k that you can roll over. <laughs> yeah, even if, as a result of this call, if you just go back, review in your mind the list of employers you've had, think about whether or not you participate in a plan. Some of the plans may have had vesting. Uh, what vesting means is that over time you earned your participation in the employer's part of your plan, and sometimes you'll forget about it because you you thought you weren't vested, but maybe you were. Maybe you have two or three years, so you're 20 or 30 or 40% vested in the employer's portion, and maybe they assess that after you left, or you know, there's a variety of reasons why you may inadvertently leave that behind. Yeah, that actually did happen to me. I I had a vesting schedule, and it was bef- before I worked here, long before, and I didn't realize that each year you got part of it. I thought that you had to work the entire number of years before you got any part of it. So, 
it's definitely a good idea to look into. Yeah, it never hurts to check out your prior prior employers and just make sure. In fact, we just had one Yesterday. just this week yeah. where the um, the person had forgotten a, a law, well large in a lot of people's eyes a hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar plan balance in a prior plan. Uh, they had gone along and just more or less put it out of their mind, didn't think about it. Now they're getting close to the point of retirement. They want to start to putting put together their financial plan, and lo and behold, there's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars they hadn't considered. That now is going to be a significant part of their plan. In this case, it was probably at least almost the value of what they currently have. So it's a big – just review your prior plans. Make sure that you know what you had. So the subject that we were going to cover today is just generally about retirement plans. And we were going to use simple plans as a way – simple IRAs as a way to talk about the differences between the various types of plans. So if you have – if you're currently employed by an employer and you're at a large company – you'll typically have a 401k. A 401k comes in a variety of different uh, resources or variety of different uh, types. Types. And everybody, not everybody's plan is the same. I think one of the big things that people assume is as they come out of working for an employer, they assume that the 401k rules are the same for everybody. What the IRS has done is give it a general list of parameters that a company uses to establish a 401k and not every plan is the same. So some of the things that might be different are the uh, vesting schedule that we talked about. Some companies have a vesting schedule, some don't, in a 401k. And in a 401k, that vesting schedule can be anywhere from one year to five years, and it could be, you know, in a five-year version, it can be 20 the first year, 20 the second year. So by the third year, up to 60% of the employer match. But not every plan has vesting and yeah, it, they can also have different matching. Yeah, they can also have different matching. A lot of people assume the employer goes in and there's, by law, have to give you a certain amount of match. That's not actually the case. Depends on the plan. Some plans require it. Some plans don't. Uh, the employer establishes that before they actually, as they're setting up the plan. And a lot of the rules of 401ks are flexible enough to allow them to do different things. So with that, we'll take a break. We'll talk a little bit more about 401ks, IRAs. This is SWC Wealth Management with Dave Weaver, Scott Carr, and Megan Wall. Let's get back to user-friendly finance with Dave Weaver on News Radio WHP 580. Hi, this is Dave Weaver again with SWC Wealth Management. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Management with me today again. I have Megan Wall, Scott Carr. Uh, we each have offices that are I'm primarily located in the Palmyra office. Scott is typically in Mount Gretna. Megan is typically in Carlisle. The way you can get a hold of any of us during the week is 7060700. That's our primary contact number with the area code 717. Um, if you want to reach us by email, the email address is swcwealth at gmail.com. Swcwealth at gmail.com. Very good, Megan. And we also have a website, swcwealth.com. Okay, excellent. <laughs> okay. And a lot of times if we get if we get emails at each at at uh, at our website, we'll try to answer those within a really pick quick period of time or amount of time. And I would say if you haven't received something within 24 hours, give us a call 
and make sure that we don't have some kind of problem with our website or that we haven't gotten your message because we typically try to get, particularly to the email questions, we try to get to those very quickly. And the uh, offices, we have normal office hours, I would say 8.30 to 5, but you can meet us just about any time by appointment. We schedule and work around your schedule to the extent that we can. And uh, the the topic we have today is going to be talking primarily about 401ks and retirement plans, not just 401ks, but various retirement (laughs) plans, some of the rules that work around those plans, and some of the ways to get money out if you get to the point where you're ready to do, you've left an employer and you potentially want to do a rollover. So those are the subjects that we're going to cover today. We were talking initially about the 401k plan, which is the plan that's offered by a lot of large employers, and some of the different things that make plans different, because we have a lot of people that will come into the office and assume that 401k rules are the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. We started by talking about vesting rules and vesting. In a vesting schedule, what happens is, let's say that you take 3% of your pay and the employer says that they're going to match 3%. The vesting portion uh, comes into play if the, if the employer sets up a schedule where the money that they contribute becomes yours over time. So that can be one year, two years, five years, whatever. And it can be gradual or cliff, so it can be a percentage every year, or it can be cliff vesting, meaning at the end of five, you're completely vested but prior maybe to nothing, five is zero. And, yeah, maybe right. nothing in the middle. There's a huge variety of vesting schedules, and a lot of people wonder what happens to that money. You know, what happens if the employer, if you leave the employer four years in, and maybe your vesting amount ends, ends up to be maybe $10,000, what happens to that money? Does it go? Does it still come to you eventually? Uh, no, if you haven't achieved whatever is left in the vesting schedule, that money goes into the plan of the employer. And in general, what the employer will do is use that money to spread out over the to try to pay the expenses of the plan. Uh, or maybe they can eventually contribute that back to employees, but it's more common that they'll use those back and co- try to cover expenses of the plan. Yes, because the employer does have to pay to have that plan administrated and administered. One of the, yeah, one of the reasons that you'll see 401ks in larger companies is because it is a little more complex to offer them. A lot of times when you have a 401k, there will be a third-party administrator. And, in fact, almost always there's a third-party administrator. That administrator takes care of making sure that the plan is compliant with all the federal rules. There are a huge amount of rules that are subject to an employer in these plans. They help the employer segregate their money from the plan money so that the money that's in a 401k is technically supposed to be separate from all the other assets of the company. If the company would happen to fold, uh, the plan money should still be yours, including what the employer matched. So when you think about the money of a 401k, it's not their money that they're, ho- that they're holding for your benefit. It's really your money that they're holding for your benefit. So try to keep that in mind. It's not theirs. It's yours. And if the company would happen to go bankrupt, in theory, that money cannot be Used you know, to settle you know, any of their debts. Yeah, it can't be used to settle any of their debts. We have seen instances where companies have pilfered their 401k plans, <laughs> but I would say it's really rare. But a company would have to be in dire straits, and they would have to do it behind the scenes without uh, it would be illegal for them to right. do it. <clears throat> yeah, I think that would be difficult in today's world. It would be more. Yeah, it would be definitely yes. difficult in today's world. It has happened, but on, but people think you know we have people a lot. Of, a lot of people ask you know what happens if they go bankrupt. Technically, they should not be able to get the money. I always worry about it, so I always tell people, I'm not sure. If you think your company's going bankrupt and you have an opportunity to, to get your money out, I would be inclined to at least look into it and make sure the company's stable or 
if you have an opportunity, maybe you do get out. So the vesting schedule, again, just makes their money, the money that they contributed on their behalf in their match comes to you over time. That's what a vesting schedule would happen to me. That's one of the big options. So your money is always 100% yours. Yeah, the money you take out in virtually every type of retirement plan is your money. It's not the employer's money. Another thing that a, a plan might have is they'll limit the amount of, you have to maybe work there for a year before you contribute or two years or three years. You may have to work a certain number of hours. All these things may come into play before you're actually out to contribute to the plan. Again, all those rules are different by employer. They can lay that out in, ahead of time. And another area that's different by plan is how you get money out. Sometimes you have to leave. Sometimes it can be disability. What are some of the other things? Hardship. Uh, hardship is another one. First-time homebuyer. Oh, yeah, first-time homebuyer. Well, and again, first-time homebuyer is typically not a 401K plan, but it's an IRS rule. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you can have loan options also. You can take loans out and pay back yourself. Pay yourself back, I'm sorry, with uh, interest of some sort. But, again, that's different with each each plan as yeah, well. Some, not, some, not generally recommended. Yeah, well, Correct. not tech, not recommended to borrow against your 401k because it's intended to be retirement money. Even though you're paying yourself back, even though you're paying yourself interest, it's typically not a good uh, idea from a financial planning standpoint. Yeah, because you're not using that money that you're paying back to be contributions on top of what you would have already had there. So. Right. As much as it sounds like it might be an okay thing, you want to look at your individual situation, and it's very rarely recommended. It's very rarely a good idea in the big picture unless you've exhausted all your other options. But another thing, a thing to keep in mind is not every 401k offers a loan provision. It's typically offered, but not always the the, – one of the things that causes additional cost to the provider of the plan is a loan provision. So they have to – there's a whole set of record keeping that has to take place behind the scenes by a third party administrator. So if the plan offers a, a loan provision, then potentially there's going to be additional cost to the provider or to the, your employer to provide that. The most normal amount that you can borrow from your plan is up to about 50% of the value of your plan. And you can usually have up to three loans going at any one time, but not borrowing more than 50% of the total value of your plan. Again, every plan is different. Some may only allow you one. Some may allow you two. Some may allow you three. Some may allow more than three. Those aren't IRS rules. They're company rules. And again, the more complex it is, the higher the employer has to pay, or the bigger the amount the employer has to pay to help administer the plan. The other thing about 401ks that's a little bit different from other types of plans, again, loan provisions... 401ks are about the only type of retirement plan that an employer will offer that will have some type of loan provision. Not every plan type has it, and 401ks are the only ones that I'm really aware of that allow you to do it. There are other, if you have an IRA-oriented plan like a simple IRA or a SEP or some of the other typical IRAs, you can pull money out, potentially put it back within 60 days, avoid any kind of penalty or the tax at the time, but you uh, are not borrowing the money. You're you're taking the money out and putting it back within a certain period of time. All of these plans are intended to be retirement plans. So you're supposed to wait till you're 59 and a half to take the money. So you don't want to take the money out before you're 59 and a half, or the the uh, IRS is somehow, some way, going to make you pay some kind of a price for taking the money out. Yeah, 
a little caveat to that is a sometimes caveat. caveat okay, is, great. Uh, sometimes you'll hear uh, people say they rolled their four hundred one k out while they're still working. They're called in service distributions, right. and um, so a lot of companies have now allowed uh, you to roll the money out while you're still employed. Usually, it's fifty five or fifty nine and a half is the age um, that you have to get to. Yeah, that allows you to take the money into an IRA, traditional IRA, and you can uh, invest it differently if you don't like the investments within your 401k. Yeah, a lot of people think that um, there aren't enough choices in their 401k. A lot of people don't understand the choices, so they're you know, choosing a retirement date. Or they worry about the solvency of their employer. Mm-hmm. Or they've yeah. got a plan that might include taking that money and, as an example, maybe putting into a variable annuity that'll start some kind of an accumulation benefit or a, a fixed annuity. Um, with that, let's take a break. We'll come back after the break and talk a little bit more about retirement plans, rollovers, et cetera. This is Dave Weaver, Scott Carr, and Megan Wall with SWC Wealth Management. We'll talk to you in a minute. To reach SWC Wealth Management, contact their offices at 706-0700. Now back to the show. Hi, this is Dave Weaver again with Megan Wall and Scott Carr. Scott Carr? <laughs> Snagaki. It's just like the old days with Snagaki. I yeah. can't quite get it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get it out of my, my Snagaki <laughs> Weaver Financial Services hat. Comes back on every now and then when I least expect it. Uh, we're with SWC Wealth <laughs> Management. Our website is swcwealth.com, and you can reach us by phone at 706 706- 0700, and you can reach any of us at our various locations through that number, and we can schedule a time for you to come in. We're talking today about retirement plans, the various retirement plans. We have a little bit more that we'll talk about with 401ks, and then we'll talk about simple IRAs, which is pretty common for a lot of smaller employers. We wanted to talk, we were talking before the break about loan provisions and the ability to borrow from your plan. Uh, again, it's not a good idea if you can do it. Um, you probably don't want to do it. You want to check with a financial advisor before you do. You don't have to come to us, but talk to some financial advisor to help get advice before you actually go into your 401k. I thought the 401k rules were to come to us. Oh, that's, yeah, I don't know if that's in the plan. I don't know if that's <laughs> part that's of the IRS rules. I think that's dependent on the plan. Yes, plan. <laughs> yeah, again, a financial planner is something that I think, and we all think, is very important to have, just like you have. Uh, you know, a doctor for different types of things. You want a, a financial planner, a dentist. Yeah. You want a financial planner to help you with your financial needs. A lot of times that can help you navigate through some difficult financial decisions, help make sure you're thinking about retirement, and your 401K is a great way to start to do that, uh, to start looking at your retirement regardless of your age. 
I love it when I see kids come in in their 20s and 30s and they've already started working in a 401k. I say kids, I guess adults, <laughs> young adults work on their kids 401ks. Kids to me, yeah. Um, the 401k. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan's friends, but um, our potential clients, I guess, eventually. Yeah. as they, as, But I love to see p- young people starting to plan for their future. And the in-service withdrawals that Scott was talking about, when we talk about those dates for being able to take money out of an existing plan. Again, those rules are different in every company. Not every plan allows you to do that. And the ages that Scott was talking about are exactly true. Some companies are 50, as young as 50. Uh, It's more commonly whatever the normal retirement age is for the company, which Mm -hmm. could be 55, 59 and a half, 62, or 65. It all really depends on your plan. So we always have people go and ask because you want to know if it's an option for you, you want to know. It's a great option depending on your plan. Yeah, and, yeah. and some you have to actually retire before you can move it out um, to roll it over. But, again, all those plan documents, if you ever want those reviewed, come to a or go to or come to us, a financial advisor, and we can do that for you. Uh, one thing we didn't hit on was the contribution side, um, how much you can put in, and usually there's a match most companies. Um, and it seems like it's 3% now across it, the board. However, it's there are some that are often. higher. Often. Um, but they're they're down to about three percent. But you always want to match up to three percent. Yeah, um, whatever whatever, whatever the match matches. you can get, yeah. you definitely or contribute to. Yeah, my sister was actually just talking to me. She worked somewhere that they matched fifty percent up to fifteen percent. Yeah, I was going to say that's one of the common ways to do it is a percent up to a percent, mm-hmm. uh, and it var- it really varies by employer and the plan rules are what dictates it. And sometimes the employer's profitability dictates whether or not they're going to do it. So they may do an even 3% match. If you put in three, they match three. Uh, we're going to get into a, the simple plans next. In a simple plan, there are two ways to offer the plans. One of them is to do a, a 3% match. And in a 3% match, they'll match up to 3%. If it's 1%, they match one. If it's three, they match three. If it's four, they match three. So uh, that's the way a simple plan works. And the 401ks are similar, but every plan, again, is a little bit different. Make sure you understand the rules and I always try to recommend, and I think all of us recommend, that you try to match or put in at least what the employer is going to match. Yeah, free money, free money. Yeah, you don't. If it's stressing your budget enough that you have to use a credit card for basic necessities, then that's where you might change your mind a little bit. But in general, any time that they're going to give you money, that's like getting a three percent raise. (laughs) It is, and where else in the world of? Uh, your work world, there's very few places where employers are actually giving you money for free that, in general, they don't have to, other than these rules, make sure that they have to. And when we talk, just to Megan's point, when we talk to p- people, particularly in the simple retirement plans, which are set up for small employers, typically below 100 employees, which is a lot of the, the world that we would deal in, we don't have a lot of large company plans bigger than 100 employees. But in those plans, when we sit down with people, we always say, don't put it in, a, in an amount that's bigger than your budget. Don't make it a stretch goal. Make it a goal that you're comfortable with. Incorporate it into your budget and then start it, set it, and review it once a year. And if you want to put more money in on that annual review, then you know bump your percentage up from 2 to 3 or 3 to 4, whatever you're doing. And over time, you'll have a huge amount of money invested and contributed to your retirement. If your employer is matching up to 3%, you've got a huge and great retirement going. Yeah, in general as well, when people say they don't think that they can um, even 
begin to start to do it. If you look at what 1% is, it comes off your gross pay. So after then the taxes come off and everything, when you actually get your paycheck, some people can't even tell a difference. Yeah, it's very small. It can be a very small difference in your overall pay. And it's still a start. And it's still a start. Anything you can do to start the whole process of planning you want to try to do. The uh, plan that we were going to talk about next is maybe a, a way to give smaller employers a way to talk about simple about their retirement is a, a simple IRA. And, oh, by the way, one of the things we forgot to talk about with 401Ks is a lot of times you'll have a Roth provision. With a Roth IRA, and we'll, maybe we'll get into some of this with a simple as well, but with a, in a simple plan or a 401K, typically your employer will offer a traditional type of plan, meaning it's an IRA type of plan where you put money in, the money, tax the money that you get uh, reduces your taxable income. So if you're making $40,000 and you put in five, your taxable income is actually $35,000 on your tax return. And then whatever money you contribute into the plan, that $5,000 grows tax-free while it's embedded in the plan, whether it's an IRA or 401k. But then when you go to take the money out, let's say the 5000 grows to $11,000 and you take the full $11,000 out, Five of it's all, all, I'm sorry, all 11,000 of it is taxable. So, again, it's tax deferred, meaning you don't pay tax on money up front, but you pay tax whenever you take it out. So the earnings, the money you put in, and any earnings are taxed whenever you take them out. Typically, if you take the money out before you're 59 and a half, there's a 10% penalty on top of that. And there are some additional rules for the simple, which we'll talk about as well. The 401K has a Roth option sometimes. They were just introduced a couple of years ago, so a lot of older plans may not have it. But in a Roth 401k, the money that you put in, you don't get a tax deduction for. So in our example before, if you made 40000 and contributed to a Roth IRA, you would still have $40,000 of taxable income. But whenever you go to take the money out, any money that you pull out is tax-free. As long as it's yours. As long as it's yours. So, so I don't the, know what that means the exactly. employer match is before they oh, yeah. they put in before tax dollars. Right. So as long all your contributions and, and all growth. of their growth is tax free, but the employer contributions and growth would be tax deferred. So you would have to pay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Good, good separation. Point. Good, point. good separation. And good you point. don't have to keep track of that. Yeah, typically that is when the when we talked before about your employer having to hire a third party administrator, that's part of all the work that they do behind the scenes in conjunction with whatever investment company is actually holding your investments. I guess that's another important important point for all these plans. Your the, your employer is hiring first in the case of a four hundred one k a plan administrator. In the case of a simple plan and some of the IRAs, you just go out and find a mutual fund company or some insurance company that will handle holding the investments. The management, and a third, in the case of a 401k, the third-party administrator is managing the rules, and then there'll be a, a company that would be providing the actual investments. And again, it may be a, a mutual fund company like American Funds. It may be an insurance company like Lincoln. There are all types of companies that actually hold the investments for 401ks or for simple IRAs or SEP IRAs or whatever. But the money is held separately from the plan assets of the company. That's why when we say that if the employer goes bankrupt in theory, that's not their money that's going away. That's your, that's, it's, your money is separate from that. It's not part of the company assets. So with that, we'll take another break, and we'll be back in a minute. This is 
Dave Weaver, Megan Wall, and Scott Carr with SWC Wealth Management. Welcome back to User Friendly Finance with Dave Weaver on News Radio WHP 580. Hi, this is Dave Weaver again with SWC Wealth Management. I'm here with the entire SWC Wealth Management team. Scott Carr, Megan Wall, we're all here to try to help you understand the world of investments. We have three different locations. We're in Palmyra, Mount Gretna, and Carlisle. Scott, do you want to give your contact information in Mount Gretna? Yeah, Mount Gretna. We're at 503 Route 117, right on the square in Mount Gretna. And uh, I would think it's more of a point, right on the point. It's like, yeah, I mean, okay, it's a square point. The square point. Uh, <laughs> main drag. The, the main, main drag. drag, yeah. can get much Right down from the country club, there. the main golf course in town. <laughs> the country, <laughs> yeah, the miniature golf course. And Megan, what, your location is? 35 East High Street. We're right beside the old prison in Carlisle Block Off Between the, the prison and the moose and across from Mrs. Stams. Yeah. <laughs> For the people that know Carlisle. And in Palmyra, we're at 103 West Main Street across from Turkey Hill and Caddy Corner from the Bridal Shop. That's all of our uh, fancy designations for where we're at. Uh, we were talking I don't about know re- fancy is the word. <laughs> More descriptive for the people that know the towns. Uh, we're local and we're spread across the east shore and the west shore. If you want to meet with us, then the phone number to get a hold of us is 706 0700. And the web address is swcwealth.com. You got it. I got it. <laughs> Once and for all. You read it well. I read it well. And the. Subject today is retirement plans. We were going through 401ks a little bit. Now we're talking about simple plans. A simple plan is simple actually stands for savings incentive match plan for employees. It was set up by the federal government to handle employers. Small employers typically below 100 employees. They have a limit on the amount that you can invest. It's lower with a simple plan than it is for a 401k. And a simple plan, the max you can put in is $12,500 or 15500 if you're over 50. Your participation is optional. Generally, you don't have to participate in the plan. There is a version of the plan where the actually simples come in two different types where we talked before about a 401k having a variety of options, a lot of times involving vesting. In a simple plan, the amounts that you put in are either 3% with a 3% employer, up to 3% with a 3% employer match. You can put in more, but the employer only match three. But once you contribute, they have to match up to 3%. There's also an option with a simple plan where they can put in two for everybody regardless of whether they participate. But more commonly, employers are only offering the version where they match if you up to 3% if you contribute into the plan, nothing if you don't contribute to the plan. That's yeah. generally the way the simple plan works. Your participation is optional. You don't have to participate. In the one version, they'll match up to 3%, and the other version will match for everybody or put in 2% regardless of whether you contribute and regardless of how much you contribute. So those are the general ways that you do it. We talked about the fact that uh, all of these retirement plans, other than a Roth 401K, give you the, basically you're putting in money tax-free and getting the money out taxable. So if you put in, and our example from before, if you put in $5,000 in it, grows to be 11000 you take that money out, it's all taxable. In a simple plan and most of the other IRA types of options other than a 401K, there's not a Roth option. You can contribute to a deductible uh, IRA or a non-deductible Roth, but you typically can't have that through your employer other than a 401K. 
Yes. And it's sometimes people forget what a great benefit that that can be. When you're putting in money, it's lowering your taxable income now. And the thought behind that is that when you start taking money with out whenever you're retired, your income's probably going to be lower and you'll probably be in a lower tax bracket. And it's a huge benefit for somebody that's young. If you start in your 20s or your 30s and do a Roth IRA the whole time or even split it half Roth and half deductible, the, the Roth portion of that, if that grows to be $150,000 or $200,000 and you're getting it totally tax-free when it comes out, it's a huge benefit. It definitely is. And even if your employer doesn't offer um, a Roth option, that's also – I. I work for a small business and we have a simple plan and then I have a Roth, a small Roth that I contribute to once a month um, to start that going as well. By your employer, you mean SWC Wealth I Management? I do. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah, we have a, where we work in our, in our company, we have a simple IRA. Again, we're one of the companies under 100 employees. We don't, in a simple plan, there's not a, a large administrative cost to set it up. Typically, you'll set it up with a mutual fund company, in our case, we use American funds, mm-hmm. uh, but you can use any one of a variety of mutual fund companies, and those companies will set it up, and then you make contributions, and the employer match comes into play, however that gets figured in. A big difference between a simple plan and a 401k is in a 401k, your employer keeps track, they have to keep track by law of all the dollars that are in the plan, and the third-party administrator does a lot of the record-keeping that's involved with that. So the record-keeper is keeping track of the loans, keeping track of the balances, knows who's got what in the plan. All that gets reported to the IRS once a year. In a simple IRA, once you contribute to the plan, the dollars uh, are yours. They not, have nothing to do with the employer. From the time they leave the employer uh, and come out of your paycheck, the money is no longer yours or no longer theirs. It's yours. They don't get any reporting unless at some point when the plan dollars get to be a of $250,000, they have to do some simplified reporting to the IRS, but generally not at the detail level of who's got how much yeah, or what no the average vesting. plan balances are, et cetera. So there's no, typically there's not a vesting period. A lot of times in a simple plan, you'll have a period of time before you're allowed to contribute. Sometimes I think that you can wait up to two years to be able to contribute or work a certain number of hours. A lot of times seasonal employees aren't eligible but that's dependent on the plan rules, not because it's not allowed. The other thing about a simple plan, it works very similar to a 401k that's not a, not a Roth and that the money is tax, de- is tax deferred, so you owe income taxes whenever you take it out. And there's not a Roth option within simple, just like we talked about a little while ago. Another big difference between a simple plan and a 401k is that when you take, if you, from the first contribution that goes into the plan for the first two years, if you take out money within the first two years, there's a 25% penalty instead of a 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half, or actually if you're under 59 and a half, there's always a 10% penalty. An exception to that is if you withdraw from a simple plan, regardless of your age in the first two years of starting the plan, there's a 25% IRS penalty. So a simple plan especially, you don't want to take money out of the plan or you'll be subject to that 25% penalty. Yes, and if you are part of one of those and you call your financial advisor to do that, they will try very hard to dissuade <laughs> you because 25% is a That's big hit. That's a big hit. Yeah, yeah. If, you t- if you figure a 25% penalty and a 15 or 25% tax bracket, all of a sudden you're talking about you know 40 to 50% of the money that you're getting 
goes to tax or penalty, which is a huge amount. I guess we keep coming back to that. Whenever you think you're going to, you want to take money out of your 401k, talk to your financial advisor. A lot of times a 401k, the, the plan itself doesn't have a fiduciary role, a responsibility to you. So your employer isn't going to give you an, a, any recommendation about whether you should take money out of your plan or whether you should get a loan or any of those things. Uh, you want to you want to contract with a financial advisor or establish a relationship with somebody who can help you through those decisions so you don't make a decision that for you is wrong in the long term. Yeah, because sometimes they might know of an idea just be, just because they are coming from a different perspective. They may have an idea for you of a way that you can do it in a less expensive way for you. So it's just right. always good to talk to someone that you trust. Yeah, and take the plan documents to your financial advisor. Right. Yes, so they can because they up. will not know if you don't bring them with them because the plans can all be administrated. And nowadays you can get those online. I mean, it's easy. You can go online to wherever your 401K is and usually get that information or from your human uh, resource. Human resource. Yeah. Um, one, other thing about, yeah, one other thing yeah. about simple plans is that because it's small employers, a lot of times you'll see movement from one employer to another for people that have simple plans. So it's easy to accumulate two or three or four old simple plans, <clears throat> which are IRAs that once you leave that employer, you can no longer contribute to. The only money that can go into a simple IRA is other money coming from an employer. You can't just put money in yourself. So if you have a, if you've left an employer, you have $10,000 sitting in your simple IRA you can't add money to that. It's really frozen. It'll grow up and down with the whatever happens in the stock market or however it's invested, but you can't add additional money to it. You can roll it to another IRA, and that's really the only way you can make that become an active IRA that you can contribute to. And I guess that's... That being said... That being said, I think we're at the end of our talk it. about 401ks for today. Uh, thank you very much to Scott Carr and Megan Wall for joining me today at... at user-friendly finance thank you for having us it's great to be here yeah yeah <laughs> have a great day dave weaver scott carr and megan wall securities offered through hd vest investment services member sipc advisory services offered through hd vest advisory services 6333 north state highway 161 fourth floor irving texas 7503897287060 swc wealth management is not a registered broker dealer or independent investment advisory firm with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.